0: Come in.
1: Hey man, I'm sorry I made the to transportation.
0: Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of
1: work. It's Employee of the Month with Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Employee of the Month. If this is your first episode, I'm Katie Lazarus, and Employee of the Month is all about work. I I could not figure out how to break into TV writing, and so I started talking to people I admired, and then I just started recording both the live shows that I was doing, the live talk show versions of this, as well as one-on-one podcasts, so that I could share those interviews uh, with you all. And today I'm I'm super excited to um, share my interview with David Cross. It was recorded live at Joe's Pub. David Cross, for those of you who don't know, is an incredibly hilarious uh, comedian. Uh, He has several albums, including Shut Up, You Effing Baby, Bigger and Blacker, Mr. Show with Bob and David. Did you see how I didn't curse just in case there's a child in the car and you're playing this. Um, And out right now, first of all, Arrested Development, you must see Tobias Funke. Um, But there's also Mr. Show with Bob and David. And that was the real series that I think put him on sort of a major map um, for people who didn't know about him already. And now they've just come out with Bob and David on Netflix, which is um, sort of a wonderful follow-up And not the same as the original First Sketch series, but um, have some pretty awesome uh, sketches in it. I also want to recommend that you check out the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret on IFC. They're coming back for a third series. We spoke about that. um, And we spoke about his tattoos. This is the second time in this podcast that we've spoken about tattoos. My interview with Jill Abramson, it went viral for a reason. Found out that the former editor chief of the New York Times uh, had... Both a Harvard H tattooed to her and a New York Times T tattooed to her, and then she was sadly ousted um, soon after our interview. Not because of our interview, but um, I don't know what happened to that T if she kept it. Well, you'll find out in this interview if, if it's true, if David Cross has a Harvard H uh, tattooed on him and a uh, New York Times T. Oh, this interview is taped live at Joe's Pub. I said that before. Enjoy. Thank you. Can't say enough about my love and affection for the one and only David Cross. One, two,
0: three, David Cross will make you jump, jump. The Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. The Mac Dad will make you jump, jump. David Cross will make you jump, jump. <laughs> I, I get, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not.
1: You mean to hold it? no, no, no. no. This is gonna be a great podcast recording. All
0: right. Is this a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> I truly didn't know that. I thought it was this I, I mean I I thought it was just this. I didn't I thought it was uh, visual, not Both. just yeah. Both. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Um speaking of visual, do you wanna tell everyone what, what um happened to your your arm for the no. podcast audience? Uh
0: I was uh as you know, uh I'm Ranked in ultimate frisbee, and I was <laughs> at the semifinals in Reykjavik, and uh, and I was going for it, um, and I I tumbled into an elf, and uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I had shoulder surgery. That's the boring.
1: <laughs> tore rotator cuff. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um.
1: So I I. Uh found this picture of you that, just in case anyone was confused as to whether you are Jewish or not, but um, I loved this particular
0: oh, yeah. photo, it's so sweet. You, How do you access that? How did you get that? That's a high school yearbook.
1: That's the internet.
0: Well, <laughs> I figured that much. But, I mean, what did you, what did you plug into the internet? Um, I didn't think you went down the corner. You know, hey, can we have a picture of David Cross from uh, high school? Um,
1: um, David Cross Young.
0: What, but we're no seriously. I'm, I'm David curious. Cross Young. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know he was giving out my uh, my pictures. I love Cross it because
1: I have a Jufro and it, it made me feel even more connected to you.
0: Yeah, that was uh, uh, that was, and you can sort of tell from right up. You can see from right up here. I, I'm starting to thin out. I was just <laughs> just starting to thin out.
1: But you had uh, such an... I, I love that you talk about being Jewish a lot in your stand-up because you didn't I grow up
0: with... I don't. I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You're I talking... do not. I absolutely do not, Katie. Yes. I have done <laughs> nine hours of recorded stand-up, and I bet you can find less than 15 minutes of me talking about Where you're being upset
1: that you're considered Jewish because your mother was that's Jewish. One, that's one bit. I guess it really stuck out to me. I uh, I, I suppose so. And also, growing up in Atlanta, growing up and not around people who aren't Jewish, I don't know, to
0: me... Yeah, that was strange. And that was, uh, uh, you know, that informed some of my bits, too. uh, You know, talking about uh, being, uh, you know, I am an atheist, but being uh, Jewish, uh, or just, it doesn't matter what I am, just people see me as Jew. That's all they, they see, Jew. And um, in a in a Southern Baptist kind of rural suburban area.
1: And yeah, I you talk about Jews, and I guess I I love that you do because you don't come from what I imagine people think of the sort of suburban Jews or a stereotypical version of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh,
0: that like you love. I like that. It? I was yes. like,
1: I like that. Like there was like one bit, and I'm like, it's 90 minutes of like all talk about being Jewish, and you're like, not that's, at all. So
0: it's one tiny bit. But, um.
1: Uh. <laughs> And I also and, found, and you know
0: uh, if you go back to that picture, uh, if you could go, um, I think the guy on the right looks more Jewy. I gotta say, yeah, yeah, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, definitely. I like yeah. I like the pictures combined because of you staring at you is like uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah. um, and I had one other picture that I wanted to ask. Um, it's of you and Mark Marin, and I just wasn't sure where it was taken.
0: Oh my God, Jesus. Oh. I I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, that's a long time ago. Look at, I, I don't know. I really don't know. That's got to be. Uh, that's got to be. Um, I met Mark in Boston in 1983. I figured uh, you could tell
1: by the hairline, maybe.
0: Um, oh yeah, Yours. yeah. So that's Yours probably. Uh, <laughs> that's literally maybe seriously two to three years removed from that last picture you saw, <laughs> and you can see how much hair is already gone. <laughs>
1: I thought you could play Phil Collins, excuse me, Elton John in a biopic. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Um so I
1: I know met you through up mainly, but at the same time that you were doing stand-up, it seems to me like it was one of the rare people who was also doing sketch comedy. Is that just another fallacy on my part? Or? No, that's true, yeah.
0: I, I, I always kind of did both. I mean, I had a, a sketch group in Boston when I was, uh, you know, where, where I really started to uh, cut my teeth and, and find my voice in stand-up. I started in Atlanta, but I was uh, awkward and awful and, you know, weird um, and inaccessible. Uh, on purpose, which is a, a <laughs> stupid way to start. Um, and, but I was always doing, like, sketch stuff, yeah.
1: Because I, I, when I started stand-up, people were either in stand-up or in sketch and improv, but it seems like you were sort of
0: equally in both. I fucking both. broke the door down, broke bro. broke it
1: down, man.
0: <laughs> yes, like, you brought, did. You united the two warring factions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and you have many fans and I saw some beautiful like tribute art to you that I thought was really nice but then I also was curious Uh-oh. Uh-oh. well some of the art is like perfectly nice um I think Jason's like <laughs> having a hard time going through all the photos I have
0: to because of my <laughs> situation as i, yeah, like, well, yeah, I okay. to... oh my lord
1: but then okay but then it's like so I, the pictures of the tributes are beautiful but then I was just curious like
0: <laughs> what the <fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> what oh my lord
1: but then the next level it made me like the tattoos were the part that i thought was like oh. like as an atheist oh, is it a little weird to be worshipped well or tattooed in?
0: you know <sighs> people make mistakes in all <laughs> kinds of ways these are actually ours. you have to guess oh, yeah. which one is on yeah. whom. <laughs> Yeah. I, I've seen the one on the left and the right. I have not not seen the one in the middle. Yeah, the one well, in the middle uh, is on my dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hairy member. Wow, that's crazy. Your cock looks like a leg. Yes. <laughs> wow. It was like Walter White or David Cross, and yeah. I put them both together. Do, do both. Do both. <laughs> yeah. You know, one, one of, Well, that's... Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, yeah, I know. But it's a little... I... Yeah, never mind. No, what were you gonna say? Uh, I I was gonna say I have a tattoo, uh, but I of a real person. Uh, Is yours
1: of Jesus or Hitler?
0: Hitler, uh, God spanking Hitler.
1: Why do you want to carry? I get I, I get why you'd want to carry Hitler with you, but why would you want to carry God with you? I'm just kidding. Why would you like have Hitler tattooed on you?
0: Um, well, it's it's not simply Hitler. It's not like just Hitler going hi. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's a whole. Uh, Tableau. It's a it's a full it's a thing. It's got it's a um, Old Testament God uh, spanking a Max Fleischer like Hitler over his knee, and his pants are down, and he's crying, and then his tears, uh, as you go down, as you travel down the tattoo, his tears, Hitler's tears, create the clouds, and then the clouds uh, are over the farm, and that's what uh, uh, the you know, it waters the uh, the farmland and that that's where we get our bounty from. And I, it's just, it's a big, it's like, this, I mean, I could show it to show you. Show it now. Do you need show help? Show it now. Show it now.
1: <laughs> Flex. Oh, nice flexing, David. there's <clears> the <throat> corn, there's the dog. Can you guys see it over here? David, you're gonna have to model. Bring it it over over here. Hold hold the mic
0: to it. (laughs) Uh, So. This is is when the show jumps. back back just a little. (laughs) The ship. There we go. All right, so. So that's, that's, there's God. Ow, I can't, you're gonna have to hold it, it, yeah. There's God, there's Hitler crying. That's like a Max Fleischer Hitler. See, his butt is red. There's God up there, angry. There's more kind of on the sides, but we can't get to it. And then the oh tears, God. God's tears create the clouds. And there's peaches and uh, cauliflower. And there's a farmer, happy farmer.
1: Where's Ollie? Where's your dog?
0: Uh, running up next to the... There. there. Ow. All right, so... Okay. Uh, so, yeah. But... And I and I, I, I loved the idea of it, and then only later did I did it occur to me to to title it. And uh, <laughs> I titled it uh, "That's how religion works. That's what religion is. <laughs> religion is is basically what, what's described in this tattoo." And I, one anecdote: I was in London, and I was in a, a short. You know, when you have a short sleeve shirt, a lot of it shows. And I was in this gallery. I'm winded. <laughs> from squatting, that's <laughs> pathetic. You know how fat I've gotten because of this thing? I can't exercise or anything, I can't walk around anyway. Um, so I was in this gallery and uh, this woman was like, oh, let me, wh- what's your tattoo, let me see that. And I showed it to her and, uh, and showed her the whole thing and uh, kind of walked her through it as it were. and. Uh,
1: you don't and start then, off with Hitler. And then
0: I was like, yeah. So uh, God's spanking Hitler, Hitler's crying, and then his tears create the clouds, which, uh, you know, feed our crops, and there's from that we get our bounty. <laughs> and and she she her, rea- her she was kind of hippie-ish, you know, and uh, she's like, from something bad comes something good. <laughs> it's beautiful, <Wow>. beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> like that's not really what that's not what it's about, but. All right. We do have
1: a photo of you looking very spelt, modeling actually. And I was going to ask you, because you do talk about politics so much um, and talk about Scientologists, I was wondering if you've ever had experience like then working with them in films or something like that?
0: Oh, yeah, several times. Yeah, yeah, I've worked with several Scientologists. I've. um, I had. You want me to hold it? No, no, I'm okay. Uh, I, I. One thing I noticed. Uh, and, and and again, several times. And some some you know, everybody is different. And uh, um, some people w- were much uh, nicer and more. Because um, I've said some pretty harsh shit, you know. And uh, um, uh, some people have been cool about it. Some people haven't. Uh, but there was an observation I made. There was one actor I worked with uh, on three different occasions. Same actor, and. I didn't realize it till the third movie, and uh, and it, it was such an epiphany. It really hit me like something's odd. What's weird <laughs> about this guy? What I mean, besides and clearly Scientologists and his um, his individual like hair and makeup and assistant, uh, they were all Scientologists. Oh, wow. and he But that's not that weird. It's his it's his version of his entourage or whatever, and uh, and you know Scientology books and stuff like that, and. Uh, I could not place my finger on what was odd about this guy. And then about a, a week and a half in the shooting, again, this is the third time I've worked with him, week and a half in the shooting, I finally figured it out and it, and it just dawned, it hit me. And it was such an, uh, uh, as I said, an epiphany. And I, I called my wife and it was like, I, you know, he never ever asked a question. He, you would talk to him, and uh, he would answer your questions. you go, hey, man, did you, uh, uh, have you eaten at the restaurant in the hotel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, is it any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, would, would, I mean it was the craziest thing and then I was like fucking with him not fucking with him but just pushing that theory and it's really once you know it once you, uh, once you understand you, you it, it it's a very difference. strange way to have uh, a working relationship
1: but I feel like in Hollywood that's like most people are so self-absorbed Absolutely not. no,
0: no, no, no really? no, I mean literally never asking you a question <laughs> saying a statement answering your question but never asking you a question back it's weird Sit yeah. in the same room with somebody for an hour. I and try do. That. I go on
1: dates. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I do want to show the, the modeling picture because I, I love it. It's from this PETA. Oh,
0: yeah. So you yeah. can
1: look and see how small I don't have to look at You me, know. So I know what it is. You know how
0: handsome. <laughs> it, you know what? Was, I know it's exactly pre-tattoo. what it is. It's pre tattoo, uh, though, right? It's pre tattoo, yeah. 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 Um, hey, has anybody gotten a tattoo of Tattoo from Fantasy Island? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs>
1: No. Um, I also wanted to ask you about your, your book, um, I Drink for a Reason, which you still do. Um, have you ever performed really stoned or, or high or on drugs? You talk about doing drugs um, a lot.
0: A couple times. I'm not good at it. Some people are, are, can handle it, and I, I'm really not good at it. I've tried uh, when I was high a couple of times i 'm also not I, I smoked a lot of weed, but i 'm not a good i don't respond well to it uh, i, I 'm fairly i mean i just i I just get antisocial and I get paranoid and i 'm not a good i mean in certain you know if i'm with yeah. some friends and we're watching stupid movies yeah that's that's one thing, but i can't go outside i can't move from that room to like, hey man, let's go, uh, you know, let's go to the 7-Eleven. What? Nobody <laughs> said anything about that. And uh, uh, I, I'm just not good at it. And, uh, uh, but that didn't stop me because I'm an idiot. But, um, and then I, one time I had taken mushrooms. A whole bunch of us were in San Francisco and taken mushrooms. And, oh, the other thing that, uh, that happens in the, in the handful of times I've gotten high uh, or, or taking mushrooms is I, I assume everyone knows I'm high. And then I try, I try for about a minute or two, two minutes maybe of doing my stuff. And then I have to stop and go, sorry guys, I'm really high. But then they didn't know I was high and then (laughs) that made it even weirder. Yeah, because then
1: they doubt, like, was he listening? Did he really hear what I said? But but have you also done things like heroin and things like that also? More
0: hardcore things? Yeah, but not... uh, I haven't done heroin and done stand-up. That's insane.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't get over heroin because it's so... I would imagine it's so constipating. Um, Just in case anyone's confused about my religious background.
0: I never shot it. I never... I didn't... I wasn't looking for that, and I didn't want to do that. Uh... But I didn't, I, never, I was never addicted to heroin. I never, uh, uh, you know, I'd done it over the years, like, you know. As it, a joke, right? Uh, um, yeah, funny joke, <laughs> a funny joke, you know. Classic. Uh, it doesn't mess with you. Classic, uh, no, not really. Well, yeah. you do, you are really fucked up the next day. I mean, it, it is, you're, it's not just, you don't just lose the time when you're doing heroin, but that next day is a fucking wash. You're, it, it's miserable, and every single time I did it, no joke. I would go, man. That is not worth it. I'm never doing that again. And then, you know, the opportunity presents itself. You're like, yeah, what the fuck? I'm, yeah, you know.
1: No, I would never do it. It's so scary. But I can. But imagine. I was
0: curious. It, it wasn't. Again, I didn't shoot it. It was. It was either smoking or snorting. So that's a, a much milder. Uh, it's, I, you know, I don't know. And
1: is it to to experiment and see, like? I guess I'm trying to figure, out, like. Yeah.
0: To to experiment. I mean, that's. Uh, that's why I took any drug. And uh, a lot of it was out of boredom. You know, I was bored and I wanted to experience that thing. And I also learned very, very, very early that there is not a single drug I've ever done that will met the hype, the negative hype and hysteria that was uh, accorded it by you know, the media. Like I, uh, or the-
1: scientists.
0: No, no. The first time I took acid, I didn't stand in front of a mirror and try to rip my face off or anything like that. And I realized, like, well, they were, they're, just, they're just, it's bullshit. Yeah. And heroin was, and look, I do not, it, it, in no way am I condoning this, but I'm telling you my experience. <laughs> I'm telling you my experience. Yeah. And heroin was, uh, and, and you also obviously have to be very careful about the amount you take. And I don't have to worry about it. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, but no, I mean, I was careful. That's what I'll tell my kids. (laughs) Kids. (laughs) Not if, but when you do heroin, just be mindful of the amount. Um,
1: I wanted to just um, show a clip from one of the first films I saw you in. Um, Jason, if we can show this. Um...
0: The deceased. Don't do that. Do what? Don't do it. Oh man!
1: Was it Men in Black right? Yeah. It's Men in Black. Was that one your first film or, or? Uh,
0: it was an early one. I wouldn't say it was my first one, but it was very, very early. Yeah, it was maybe my third, fourth maybe.
1: And one thing I've, I've never heard you talk about, but I hope it's okay to ask, is you did um, a movie with Adam Yauch of the Nathaniel Hornblower, and um, I wanted to hear about that experience to be able to work with uh, beloved B.C. Boy, the late Adam Yoush. Um Rest And I wanted to hear about doing that, because that was his name for He's, himself.
0: Yeah, he... Uh, I. Uh, of all the people that I didn't really know that well, uh, who's death i found out about that one really probably hit me the hardest cuz he's such an amazing was an amazing guy yeah. awesome the nicest guy coolest just what a decent human being and uh i it, it's it, it was really sad he he was awesome and he was great to work with and i i'd uh uh hung out with them on a on a handful of occasions we have a lot of mutual friends and um and he asked if I would do that, and, uh, and uh, I was like, yeah, whatever you want. And um, yeah, he, it's, it's just, he was such a good guy. It was too, you know, why couldn't it have been, you know, Chad Kroger or something like that, you know? Like, I mean, that's, that's what, I'm just saying what we're all thinking, you know? <laughs>
1: Um, you've also done some really serious films, and I guess that just depends on if a director knows your work and is willing to take a risk and say, like, I bet, even though you are, normally do comedy, I bet you can be thoughtful also. Or
0: yeah, how does yeah. that work?
1: Do you audition?
0: Um, I, not no. I, I mean, for for the serious stuff, I I, I will take almost anything that comes because it's such a rare opportunity, and it's uh, and it's really a great thing to be able to stretch and do that, and, and also. It's so infuriating when people have that that preset mindset of uh, oh well he's a comedian he probably can't he probably can't act like a human being right yeah I mean because comics can they don't feel pain right so um, uh, so yeah anytime you get a chance and there there have been a couple things like uh, just filmmakers I wanted to work with I was like I don't even I don't you don't have to tell me what it is I'll just do it
1: I know? mean that even like just to say that you write and direct and um, act, I feel like is sometimes a lot in Hollywood to be able to be like, yeah, I'm capable of tying my shoes and drinking or,
0: you know. Well, th- I don't, I've never tied my shoes. That's the one thing I, I hire outside <laughs> okay, help anyway, to do that. Um, and I hire somebody to walk with me in case my shoelaces come undone.
1: And they're um, atheists. Your entourage are atheists.
0: Um, two are atheists. Yeah. Uh, 17 are uh, Lutheran, 14 Methodist. Oh, let me, get, let me try to remember this. <laughs> uh... Uh, w- five are of the Bahá'í faith. Um, <laughs>
1: they have a beautiful. Have you seen their churches? They're really beautiful. I think they're, they're churches. Wonderful. <laughs> um, so I think I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Arrested Development, just because it, it was such a beloved show.
0: It was a great show.
1: Um, <laughs> It feels That's like a good one. It's like one of the few shows where it seems like the people in it loved it as much as the people who oh, got to watch it. Oh,
0: absolutely. we yeah, it was uh um I mean there are some uh, <laughs> there's some people involved who were uh fit the stereotype of the act, you know the the uh Hollywood I'm not even going to a gender Rossi to it.
1: Portion of the No. No, I'm not going to say, but there were um
0: <laughs> but it was an absolute Uh, and everyone knew everyone knew how special it was and how lucky we all were Uh, um, everyone knew it it was it was absolutely a blessing
1: it seems like from the outside something that I wouldn't mind if people like screamed on the street you know at me no it's great it's a
0: great show Uh, you know when we I I hadn't watched them in fact I never watched the um, the last uh, whatever five six episodes of the third season um but when we, when the deal was finalized, like, hey, you re- we really are gonna do this thing on Netflix, it's really happening, uh, I went and watched a bunch to like, just remember what the character was and how he spoke and his mannerisms and all that stuff. And uh, I'm just watching going, this is fucking brilliant, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. such a smart, I mean, I mean the writing absurd. is crazy. The writing is crazy good.
1: Thick, I, really one, thick. One time, I went to a Halloween party, and I think it was you dressed as Mr. Blue. Is that possible? I
0: no. <laughs> I went. Uh, I went as a, as a shitty, uh, <laughs> as a person doing a shitty. Um, <laughs> Tobias, because uh, <laughs> you know, like you know, it was around like when Facebook was getting popular, everybody would uh, post photos like, ah, I went as you as you know uh, Halloween, but they were like, you'd look at them going, what? <laughs> and so I went as one of those people doing Tobias.
1: It's also um, it always holds up like it's always funny rewatching episodes and things like that. Is there anyone here who has not seen Arrested Development? Oh my God! <laughs> oh, Get out.
0: Don't you feel kind of feel jealous for him?
1: <laughs> we could show one quick little clip just just to give you a, a taste. This is um, Tobias.
0: Okay, Lindsay, are you forgetting that I was a professional twice over—an analyst and a therapist, the world's first analrapist.
1: Yes, and you're almost arrested for those
0: business cards. Yes, no, it did not look good on paper.
1: I I love that so much because when I was doing a doctor in clinical psych, I thought I was the first person to come up with the joke, um, psycho crazy, the rapist. So clearly, I'm not. You guys took it to a whole new another
0: level. Well, that, those are that was the writers. I had nothing to do with that. So
1: is, are you are you improvising at all in that scenario, or, or?
0: we? I mean, sometimes it, we we did in the beginning, but um, there were there was by the end we were getting uh, this is no joke for a t- 21 minute show um, we would get when on the first day of shooting on Monday at 5.30 in the morning half of the script would be they wouldn't even finish the scripts and that, that first half would be like 27 pages long so you'd get 45 page scripts and you have to cut the fuck out of that and um, uh so there was no you could improvise, wow. uh, but it would it rare in the beginning. Some of that stuff made it in, but I'm talking the very beginning, maybe the, the, the pilot in the first half of the first season. But um, not a whole lot of improv made it in later because they were just cutting, cutting it, cutting. It, it was pretty, yeah. you know. There was no air in it, you know.
1: And then when you've been on the other side, um, other side of the table, when you've been creating your shows, do you how do you feel about actors improvising?
0: Oh, I encourage it. I hire. uh, I always hire with an eye towards improvisation. I I don't. I tell them, you know, I I hope they're comfortable with it. I don't demand it. You don't have to do it, but it's. I won't hire somebody that's not comfortable with it. And you, you'd be surprised. There are some people who will say, like, oh, I, yeah, I don't.
1: Even comedians.
0: Uh, comic actors, not not necessarily comedians, but uh, people who just can't hang with it you know and uh uh, and it throws them um,
1: to be in the moment like that
0: yeah yeah and uh, but I everything I've done I've I've hired people with an eye towards that yeah
1: now I'm a little confused because at the end of um Todd Margaret one of your series on IFC um um can you explain how a third season is coming just because of how it maybe you can explain to people how it ends and why I might be confused about the third season yes
0: the the And you're absolutely right. I had the same (laughs) reaction. The third, the 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 it was never intended to go beyond two seasons. It was always uh, twelve episodes. The story was told the entirety of the story, which we had, which we knew. We knew the beginning and the end, not the middle necessarily, but uh, was going to be fourteen days. That's why it says, you know, you see him in the beginning. He's in the in the dock, and they're in London, and they're reading these this horrific. Uh, list of crimes and
1: that's how every show starts out with that
0: yeah with uh, the first series yeah and then uh, um, you know it says 14 days earlier and it was always designed to be two weeks in this guy's life and then the worst thing in the world happens and then it ends with him blowing up the world which he does and uh, and what a nifty little way to you know end a show well, that's, that's that right and, um, and you know it came out in IFC and it did okay and then uh, uh was definitely, um, outside of my stand-up, probably the most polarizing thing I've ever done. People either, some people were ambivalent about it, but like most people- Like the Sopranos people,
1: kind of ending, you mean,
0: or? No, no, the, in, the show in itself. Oh, wow. uh, people either really loved it or really hated it. Like some people hated it and some people loved it. And uh, so it, when it ended, it, you know, it, it aired and that was that and, and didn't really think much about it again. And then it went on Netflix, and then it got this huge audience internationally too and it got it just grew and grew and got this whole cult uh, audience who liked it and um and then years later ifc uh you know <laughs> was like so what what, what about something doing some another one and uh and i said no that's how do you do that he blew up the world and they were like well what about a prequel or what about a post-apocalyptic no no I'm not interested in that <laughs> and out of uh courtesy to IFC who I really do like I really enjoyed working with them they're they're really great to work with and for uh I said I'll talk to the other writers see if they have any ideas send an email out less than an hour later one of the other writers or two other writers Sean Pye and Mark Chappell and Mark Chappell Wrote back with the most brilliant fucking scenario, and I, I was like, "Fuck, I have to do this now. I have to go yeah. back to London for another nine months." Uh, and, and you did
1: it right after Mr. Show, also. You, you yeah,
0: it was, it was, it was tough. It was a really uh, tough time, and, and it was tough on my my, my marriage. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, we, we we're fine now, but it was it's difficult because I was in I was away for a long time. And, yeah. um, and, you know, my wife works on stuff and she can't always visit, but- uh, She's an it,
1: actress and she's actually been on this show as well. Oh,
0: all right. Um, I'll, I'll tell her you said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah, it was such a great idea. I'm really happy with what it, wh- how it turned out. And it's really trippy and way more puzzly. Like uh, there was like a, some stuff in Todd Margaret, that you know, if you paid attention, this it would these things would pay off. This one is totally for fans who, and if you're familiar with the uh, the first two series, it'll it'll be a lot more fun to watch because there's all kinds of crazy shit layered in there and stuff that and I hopefully you will not be ahead of the story because I don't think anybody will figure out what the exact reality is.
1: One of the other things I love, you perform all the time in England, and I've heard you say that you have higher highs there and lower lows when you're on stage. What what is it about being in in London that...
0: They're just,
1: it's... The weather?
0: um, No, no, the people. uh, a callback uh, we had a weather expert on before. Oh, (laughs) 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 that is... That's very true, Katie. (laughs) Katie, that's wonderful. (laughs) Um... (laughs)
1: <laughs> i have jewish parents too keep going okay uh
0: yeah just the 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 people there are there you know heckling's one thing in the states you know the states listen to me jesus sorry that was <laughs> i just went right back there in in america uh but um uh people do it out of a sense of in in America. It's almost like, hey, I'm uh, I'm part of the show, and I'm like, I'm better than you, and I'm drunk, and I'm gonna, but in England, uh, or I should say the UK, when they heckle, they're letting you know, they're speaking for the audience by saying, you suck. You know, if there's <laughs> no like, look at me, I'm funny, oh, look, I'm put the spotlight on me, I should be up there. They're just going, you suck, get the fuck off, bring the next guy on, and wow. and they, and, And they can be very vocal about it. It's uh, so funny to think of
1: them as aggressive because usually the British are seen as so polite.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, it depends. Get a couple drinks in them, I think you'll have a different story. Um, uh, But that—that so that's like when when they—that's the low, and they really do heckle uh, and 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 mass. um, It's pretty bad. But then when they love you, holy fuck, it's crazy. It's like the, you know, lifting you on your shoulders and marching you around the room. All you got to do is make fun of the Irish. That's, a, that's one of the tricks I learned. Um, but yeah, it's, it's strange. It's a, it's a higher high and a lower low. And I've experienced them both over there.
1: And how are you feeling about having Mr. Show? Um, how are you feeling about having um, Mr. Show? Uh, not, I know it's not back. It's a, it's a new, um, I don't know what to call it. Iteration? Iteration. Thank you.
0: Uh, yeah it's great it was fun it was a, it was a blast and uh, hopefully we will get to do more yes. I know Netflix wants to do more Bob and I want to do more our yes. schedules are crazy yes.
1: I did and a we will... photo yeah. of you and Here we are we're <laughs>
0: children look at us He's so um, cute yep that's uh, when I got HBO tattooed to my sweater um, <laughs> yeah we were uh, uh, we had a blast and uh, we will definitely do more it, it will happen I don't know when but it'll happen
1: can we show one clip from it? Is that
0: cool? Yeah, I don't give a shit.
1: Okay, good. We'll
0: show one clip. How you guys, this is. This from ain't the no newspaper. game, all right. I got to you your smokes. I got to you your coffee. Now where's Valentino's hideout? All right. Okay, I tried to be nice. Yeah, I tried to be nice, all right. But now you're gonna have to deal with my partner. Okay, he's not nice like me. He's a real asshole. Enjoy. Don't want to talk, huh? I don't know nothing. Oh yeah? Well, here's what I know. No more coffee, no more smokes. Where's Valentino's hideout? All right, I get it, I get it. You're the asshole cop. Yeah! Wait, what?
1: I get it, I get it. You know, he comes in here acting all nice and acting like he cares and you come in here with the asshole cop act. He said you were an asshole and you are.
0: He said I was an asshole. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So much. Um, David, I know, I know you have to to go home to Ollie, your dog, Ollie Red Sox. I got him a little, uh, that
0: is so nice.
1: duck chew toy. And, um, I knew you when we both lived in the East Village, so I don't. Do you have oh, this book? I
0: don't. I don't. Um, I've been. Oh, that's awesome! You're really good
1: um, at, so at this uh,
0: gift-giving thing. <laughs>
1: um, I I thought you would like it, and um, the BC Boys are certainly mentioned in it as well, um, and. You made stand-up come alive for me in so many ways. It felt a lot less lonely knowing that you didn't have to just go up at Uncle Chuckles. There were other places to do it. And it's such a pleasure and privilege to have you here. So thank thank you you so much. much. Uh,
0: My my pleasure. Thank you all. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to you guys.
1: That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you to Alex Seiner from Superfine Audio. Thanks to all of you for listening. If you can, please go to EmployeeOfTheMonthShow.com and donate so that we can... Uh, pay for keeping this afloat I hope you are doing more than keeping afloat and please if you're in New York come to a live taping or schedule your trip around it I'm not kidding it is really fun um we have incredible guests coming up Richard Reed Perry from Arcade Fire Ellie Kemper from The Office Bobby Cannavale who's now starring in HBO's Vinyl coming out by Marty Scorsese And was also in Boardwalk Empire And of course Annie, I'm sure that's what you guys all know him from And so many more um, Oh, Todd Salons who did Happiness and Welcome to the Dollhouse and There's another one coming out um, I'm a little more than excited Yeah, I'm thrilled um, Anyways, a pleasure to bring this to you Talk to you soon Okay, alright Okay, have fun storming the castle.